show for today and uh, we brought in uh, judge carnahan today and i gotta tell you it was not an easy thing to work out because this kind of time when the court gets started yes sir court starting late today because you're coming in here to talk about <laughs> what the court's doing well it starts at 8 30 i'm just probably going to get there at nine so okay <laughs> just, just letting everybody know get to do their thing you get everybody well, organized it gives the attorneys a chance to and i always do that it gives the attorneys a chance to talk to either their attorneys or to the, the self-represented people out there and if they can work out something that everybody's agreeable to without me having to do it it's usually better all right so judge carnahan is the ninth state district judge division two that means he's in faulkner and brinkley counties no, van buren county van buren county so all okay. the way up to clinton don't want to get that messed up okay we have you so explain for my listeners what your what your job is specifically okay mm-hmm. our, our Back in 2000, the people of Arkansas reorganized our Constitution. They set up what's now, I think, well, every county will have a state district court with a full-time district judge instead of a small town having their own little judge that comes in and and hears just cases for maybe speeding cases or something like that. Um, So what I hear is all your traffic cases, um, your misdemeanor criminal offenses, uh, we've Division one and division two are kind of two track division one currently handles a lot of domestic violence cases. And, um, I handle the, all the sobriety court DWI cases that come in, in our judicial district. So okay. I, I handle the, the, uh, the hearings on those, uh, which also means that there's some three o'clock phone calls from law enforcement about, Hey, we've got somebody who's obviously intoxicated. They're refusing to cooperate. And if they meet the probable cause allegations for a search warrant then i have to you know i don't have to but i do sign off on a search warrant um if they don't meet it then i just got up for nothing but (laughs) right so it happens both ways um but um then we also gosh are you like in the movies when you get up and have to answer that phone call (laughs) do you put on the robe and the leather slippers and stuff no my hair is always well coiffed (laughs) and um I, I don't have any lines in my face. Uh, my makeup's perfect. When I'm I make, say you don't look like awake. Raymond Burr. Yeah, no, I don't. But, the, um, <laughs> but you know, you, you you try to make sure that uh, as part of our, my, my public safety function, try to make sure that our roads are safe. And that's that's a small price to pay. The people of Arkansas will compensate me for that. And the least I can do is answer the phone when right. the call. Um, the uh, the other thing we do is we handle um, small claims cases cases they're they're neighbor disputes most often mm-hmm. um it may be somebody who's turned in the, their car to get fixed by a mechanic and uh they say when they got it back the engine blew up uh so they're they're trying to sue but those are people who are suing themselves no attorneys involved and so that can be kind of interesting and people <laughs> the reason one of the reasons why we have attorneys in the system is to lower the emotion on the procedural stuff 
and 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 make sure that things happen in a more orderly fashion and maybe get good advice about where the law is and all that stuff too it can get kind of hot you know <laughs> especially when you're dealing with two people who live right next to each other and somebody right. shot somebody's dog or cat um and there's years usually years of strife that you're having to cut through um so we do that we also handle all of the the uh uh, small, um, civil cases up to $25,000 is our jurisdictional limit. And that would be people who have to have an attorneys. Okay. So, uh, and so it's Conway, Mayflower, uh, Greenbrier, Clinton. Guy, Clinton, Damascus, Valonia. Uh, it's, I'm a kind of a circuit district judge. We go to all those places. All right. So did you have any, uh, I'm trying to think who, who was the, uh, the, the judge over there in Faulkner County now he they moved him they kicked him up he's he was appointed to the courts over there give me a hint uh, one more I think I was the last one who he was, was appointed. appointed okay this well everybody you know who I'm talking mm. about well there's we've got Judge Braswell Judge uh, Judge Clark I'm trying to think of male judges we've got yeah. Judge Susan Weaver uh, as well uh, Judge H G Foster yeah he's not a judge anymore he's an attorney. He was, well, that's the thing. He was an attorney, not a judge. He's the one who brought suit against, I think, Damascus, wasn't it? For, oh, you're talking for, about my oh, buddy, Cody Highland. Yeah, Cody Highland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we're getting there. Okay. We're yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, this gets Damascus confusing. Had a tra- had I mean, a he's the one who brought this. Did, did you have any Yeah, well, I, I was circuit that? judge for two years before I became district judge, okay. and, and that wound up in my court. And the way the statute was written at the time, a prosecutor, if they thought that the town's revenues, I think, exceeded 30% um, of the revenue coming yep. from tickets, then you were out of whack, and Damascus was just way out of whack. Um, and so <laughs> we, we I, had our – I can guarantee you there's a lot of people who tell you they were way well, out you of know, whack. Here's the thing. It, it, not, to my knowledge, on, on the town of Damascus' side – Nobody went through there that they didn't write tickets for under 15 miles, 10 or 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. Oh, really? So it was all legitimate. The problem is the town of Damascus needs a stoplight. Yes. That's what it needs. And mm-hmm. that would solve a lot of the speeding problems. While the litigation was going on in my court, they tried to say, Judge, we've, we've, got, we're gonna, we've applied for a stoplight with stop the highway light. department. Right. As soon as I said, well, you're still out of control, and the, Cody was right in what he did. Um, and so you, you can't police, you'll have to find alternate means and the sheriff's offices they they filled in the state police did too, as well. As soon as that happened, the request for a stoplight with highway department was, was withdrawn. So it was about revenue. I I know it was about revenue. I know since I was in high school back in the eighties going up there, my dad, who was a state trooper said, don't speed through Damascus. (laughs) Slow down. So I would say don't speed through Sherwood. Well, same thing. Not that I'm encouraging going over the speed limit, <laughs> yeah, but, but, as, but as far as public safety goes, uh, if you're going to speed, I would much rather you do it in a uh, less populated area than a city or town. Right. And if, <laughs> if you will slow down on our major highways, uh, most of the time you're going to avoid having confrontations with law enforcement and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah, I, I had a piece of Damascus and I'm now the district judge in Damascus. Okay. <laughs> so now on the other I, I'm, 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 I'm uh, still dealing with some of those cases, and we're um, we're having to show some clemency because I think there was, uh, well, I know there was over enforcement of the law. All right, so let's continue with our discussion here. There's several things we wanted to talk about. I'm going to hold on. Uh, did you get that? Did you get that music for me, Zach? Let me 
See, Zach, did you pull that music from Barry White for me? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll play a little Barry White here. Oh, oh we Lord. found something better. Yeah, we got to have a little Barry White. We found White. something better. Here, here we go. Here we go. Put it up. Fast alive. Because coming up on February 14th, which is on Friday, it's going to be Love Court. That's right, baby. It's Love Court. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, wanted, I wanted some special music for that. So you just stay tuned. We're going we're gonna to talk about it, all right? And you gotta have, you got to play a little bit of Barry White to get in the mood for Love Court. All right. So let's take a, <laughs> let's take a fast break. Judge Chris Carnahan is our guest. We're going to talk about sobriety court and in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. But first, let's talk about what the traffic is like out on the highways. You know, if you're within five years of claiming Social Security, yeah, you, you got to be paying attention because that decision is far more complicated than most people realize. It could tri- uh, trigger a mountain of taxes, double your Medicare premiums, cause you to forfeit thousands of dollars and other benefits. It costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Learn how you can avoid uh, all of that at an educational event, Maximizing Social Security with David Lucas. Tickets are just $20 and includes a 40-page workbook, but seating is limited to just 31 people. It happens uh, a week from Thursday, February 20th at 6 p.m., over in uh, North Little Rock, if you save more than uh, $250,000 and you haven't filed for Social Security, call to get your ticket now at 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315, 501-222-3315. Our guest is uh, Judge Chris Carnahan, Ninth State District Judge, Division Two, Faulkner and Van Buren Counties. Let's talk about sobriety court. What is all that about? Well, sobriety court is an opportunity for high risk and multiple offense uh, uh, persons who've picked up DWI charges. Uh, it's an opportunity for them to get treatment. It's an opportunity for them to stay employed. It's an opportunity to stay with their families. It's also an opportunity for them to avoid some of the jail time that goes along with that. Uh, I'm My background is a deputy prosecutor, and I guess my dad's service as a state trooper kind of rubbed off on me some. I have a slightly higher minimum DWI one sentence. Usually it's one day and you get credit for what time that you're out. Mine's two days. Cause I, it's just, it's bad. You're in behind several thousand pounds of uh, momentum and it yeah. can really cause some bad problems. And so I, part of my job I think is to get people's attention. Um, and with a DWI two in my court, um, you know, I'm now sentencing people to 30 days in jail if they've got a DWI second offense. It's that serious to me. I don't have to. The minimum sentence is seven days. Uh, but by the time you get a DWI two, the odds are, in my experience and from what I know from the literature, uh, there's a probably 95% chance that you've got somebody who's got a severe alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. And if we can stop that severe alcohol problem, get people treatment and get them to begin the healing process. That's what sobriety courts there. So they have to undergo treatment by, by treatment professionals. Um, they have a probation officer that supervises them. They have to blow in a, not only just to start an engine, but they have to have a check back system in the early parts of the program where they're blowing at regular intervals, not regular intervals, random intervals to prove that they're not drinking mouthwash, something like that. We're trying to maintain their sobriety and have an extra level of look down on them and, and make sure that they can maintain that. So it's a, 
right now the most we can hold them based on arkansas's jurisdictional laws is 16 months we mm-hmm. do a four-month pre-plea phase and that kind of is the most intensive part of the program then we have three other stages after that that are four months but you know uh, for a misdemeanor 12 months is as long as we can we can uh, sentence somebody to i would like to have a little more leeway because at 16 months you're just starting to get people turned around and all the national literature the my training with the national drug courts and everything that i know about it uh, it's it's two or more years before people have really begun the full recovery uh, before they're clean well internalize that change that's right i mean you, you people places things you got to give them up and especially on the front end people they're used to living a certain way used to living a chemical dependent lifestyle and that's with any kind of uh, whether it's uh, a controlled substance or alcohol and breaking them from that it takes a long time and it takes a lot of therapy um there's a lot that can be gained from things like AA and things like that. So we operate that, and it's an ability for them to avoid some of the onerous jail time. DWI third offense in my court, you're going to get a year if, it, if it's proven guilty because um, you're a danger to yourself and others, and I can't have you out on the road. What do you, what do, you do with these people that you see that have 10, 12, 14 DWIs? It's like nothing that you all do breaks through. Uh, there is a push by some judges that they want to make uh, and currently in Arkansas law, the fourth DWI becomes a felony. Uh, they want to push that back to the fifth and sixth. I, I, I just don't think that makes any sense. I don't think it serves good for the offender, number one, but most importantly, the people who they're going to hit and kill. Yeah, not good for public safety. From what I've seen from the negligent homicide cases that I've had to work as a prosecutor and try as a judge, the the, the person who's got the alcohol problem is so loosey-goosey, they oftentimes will walk away from the accident. Mm-hmm. It's the family of four that doesn't, right? That, that weren't intoxicated, and they were just out for a drive going about their lives. So, um, But and we let, do try to give them an opportunity to, to change their ways. Once you've shown up in court more than a couple, two or three times on that same charge, it would seem to me that it's pretty clear that there is a problem that needs to be interrupted and taken yeah. care of. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes people... One of the things I try to do working in our program is if I see someone with multiple even public intoxication offenses, we try to steer them in towards getting some help. And as part of our mental and uh, behavioral health thing that we just started. You know, you've got so weeks. many nice programs that you've worked on in uh, in the area that I don't think we're going to have enough time to talk about many of them today. Now, I'm just going to mention them. Mandatory GED or career education for misdemeanor probationers yes yes if you're a somebody that likes to go into walmart and steal lipstick and you don't have your high school diploma or your ged you're going to get it um, if you're able to you go through your court and most people are you're going to get it or i'm going to wind up throwing you in jail Um, okay and it's not a question of me being mean it's a question of i would rather you get that ability to get a better job so you're not you don't have time on your hands to go get that thrill of stealing uh, the small item because it's never for bread to feed the family it never is okay and then uh, mental behavioral health treatment nonviolent misdemeanors well that's for people who can't make their bond um, a lot a lot of that population that that affects is going to be your homeless population they've got a lot of things going on a lot of co-occurring disorders and what i've agreed to do is because they can't meet the bond to get out until their trial date I'll let them sign a piece of paper that says, I will be compliant with treatment, 
And if I'm not, we'll issue a warrant and get them, get them picked back up. But if they will go get, uh, oftentimes they haven't had their meds in several years. Um, <laughs> they haven't seen a, any kind of medical provider in a long time. If we can get them hooked in to that um, Harbor House out of Fort Smith has been yeah. a big partner with us. We're able to treat people who fit that can't make bond and they somehow reside in Faulkner County. They get beyond that. I can't really transport them. I, I, they're not going to be eligible for the program. But they will if if they will hook them up with insurance if they're eligible for that. Even if they're not eligible for insurance, they'll still get the same level of care. Um, Sheriff Tim Riles and his staff they they've got a problem with overcrowding, but they want to help people too. And this is a problem I've noticed through my years of uh, being a uh, deputy prosecutor in several counties. Um, it, it, I'm not going to fix everybody. I'm not going to cure our homeless prop problems or anything like that. But people who want to get some help, there's an opportunity for them. Is this something that the state legislature needs to look at more closely as mental and behavioral health? But they began that, and I just went last Friday up to the crisis stabilization unit here on uh, Roosevelt and took a tour. We, we Our county and the county judge wasn't didn't want to participate at the time that it was set up. Um, but I'm trying to hook some of our um, local agencies that, that aren't county agencies uh, and see if the we began that process yesterday. Um, the crisis stabilization unit here in Little Rock, they, they said if you've got a qualifying person, you can come down here and get them. I would rather us begin to address their treatment needs than worry about a $250 fine. And that's mm-hmm. most of what's going on here. It's the best community work service I could order right. because we're fixing a problem and it hopefully won't be reoccurring. If it is, they violate the terms and conditions, you know, the case will proceed on its normal course. All right. So, Zach, cue the music for us here because now we're going to talk about it. i going to bring this up. Here you go. There's all kinds of music. There's all kinds Best of music. And there's all kinds of courts. And with uh, Judge Chris Carnahander's Love Court. Love Court this Friday. Okay, explain how that works. Uh, we have people who somehow miss their court dates usually, and so they wind up, you know, as a government, I can do two things. I can fine you or I can jail you. And one of the things that happens if you've got a order to be in court and you don't show up, a warrant for your arrest will be issued. It's called a failure to appear warrant. Mm-hmm. And we try to um, are trying to lower the number of those warrants, get them served. And if you'll come to my court and you've got a failure to appear warrant out of a, a Faulkner County District Court case, Valonia, Greenbrier, Conway, Mayflower, uh, me and Judge Reynolds, my, my counterpart in the court, well, we will... Um, do away with the failure to appear. You still may have a traffic citation we need to set for a trial down the road, or you may want to plead guilty on, but it's not going to be another $300. It's not going to be a night in jail. And if on Friday night you're with your loved one and somehow you have an interaction with law enforcement and you've got a failure to appear warrant, you're not going to go to jail. You're not going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so and come can, to Lord You can court. say that really good. Like you can say that like Barry White, you can go and go to jail. What, you <laughs> show good. up at 6 a.m. and get on the dock? No, no. Wait, wait. no. 8.30, 8.30 to 3.30. Um, if you show up, uh, maybe take an hour or so to get the warrant. You still have to get the warrant served. But this will help get your driver's license back to the good because when we – Issue a fear to appear warrant. Guess what? Your license is suspended. Mm, I don't like. Good. I don't like that not process. Good. But I don't know any other way to make people comply with the orders to be in court. Love that makes court. sense. I mean, so it's love court. Love court. That's happening Friday on Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. So don't forget it. 
District right, Court in Conway, eight ten Parkway, right across the railroad tracks there on Oak Street. All right, you're running for uh, for office real quickly. I got forty five seconds. What you running for? I'm running for uh, Division One. Okay, District Judge. I'm currently Division Two. Uh, judge Reynolds is retiring, and uh, I was appointed to this position. Can't run for the same one, but um, I think my I've been uh, a judge in Faulkner and Van Buren County for the last three years. I've been a deputy prosecutor in those counties since I guess 2011. I was a deputy prosecutor before that in Western Arkansas, and I've been deputy city attorney for several cities. I've been a private attorney. I've been a, a defender if someone has been accused of criminal action several times. So, so I've got, got experience. the experience. And that's why All you right. need to vote for Judge Chris Carney. All right. Yes. We appreciate you coming in because I know it was really tough to, to carve out this time. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate right. it. And you too, Elizabeth. Let's go. We got Sean Hannity for you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.